Hey everybody, welcome to Real Time Cooking with Henna. This is my first podcast and what I want to do um, with this is kind of just take you through a journey through my kitchen um, just in real time just to see uh, how long it takes for us to make food. And today I just got back from work, I'm kind of tired. However, nothing is better when you come back uh, home from work than some homemade pizza. Um, a little bit of tea on the side. Uh, so what I'm doing here, just to jump right in, is I cheat a little bit, right? Because um, nobody has time to make crust from scratch. When you're back from work after a 10 hour shift, mine was 5 a.m. to 3 p.m. So let that sink in for a little bit. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm just getting uh, some pre-made thin crust, uh, pizza crust out. Um, and I'm just going to put that on a pan. Here we go. Put that on the pan here. Uh, I'm using Mama, Mama Mary's just from Publix, doing the normal thing. Um, all right, so the best part about the pizzas that I make is the sauce. And I'm just going to take you through what I'm going to do with the sauce. All right, so one of the, the, the best parts about this pizza is that I use fresh mozzarella. Um, I try not to use any of the shredded stuff in a bag. I mean, if you, if you have to do that, it's okay. Um, it's not the end of the world or anything. But I've noticed that ever since I started using fresh mozzarella from the farmer's market, it has made the most amount of difference. It's, it's just been fantastic. All right, let's see. So I'm just pulling things out of the refrigerator. I've got some roasted, crushed red tomatoes, um, that too, or just an organic can. Um, and that's one of the biggest advice I ever give to people when you're looking for crushed tomatoes in a can. You really wanna look at the ingredients and the less amount of ingredients there are um, on the can, obviously the better. The more you can recognize, the better. Um, that way it doesn't have a lot of uh, preservatives in it. All right, so here we go. I am scooping out some roasted red tomato sauce into a bowl. Let's see, for this, the pizza I'm making is about like a medium-sized pizza and I'm using about uh, three, three to four tablespoons of tomato sauce. I just, I just like my pizzas saucier than cheesier, but again, that's like preferal, uh, personal preference. All right, so I got my tomato sauce, and now I am adding a cilantro and roasted onion infused olive oil to this tomato sauce. And what's really fascinating about this, um, a fun story, my husband and I, Andy and I, we love hiking and we live in Georgia, we live in Atlanta. So we just go up to the North Georgia mountains and we found this adorable olive oil shop in downtown Blue Ridge. And they sell, the, sell these fantastic um, olive oils. And one of my favorite ones from there is the cilantro and roasted onion. It goes well with and on everything. It's so great. Oops, just dropping stuff here and there, but that's okay. All right, the next thing I'm doing is I'm just adding um, 
about two uh, cloves of minced garlic. And um, again, if, if you have a jar of this stuff, it's okay as long as you don't you know, overuse it and, you know, uh, never use fresh garlic. Because right now I'm just in a rush. I'm hungry, I'm starving, um, so I'm just using the jar minced garlic. I always have it as a backup. All right, the next thing I put in here is an assortment of Italian um, seasoning. Italian seasoning you pretty much can get anywhere um, in any grocery store. I go to um, DeKalb Farmer's Market and they've got, like, the best selection of spices. Um, and this is just Italian seasoning, so it's a mix of um, all sorts of stuff, like basil and parsley and all that good stuff. And this is dried. Uh, and then I am mixing this together. Let me see, am I missing anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta season the sauce, of course. Um, so what I'm doing here is I'm gonna add just salt to taste. And when I'm feeling a little bit spicy, my sauce is feeling a little bit spicy. So I'm going to go ahead and add a little bit of red chili pepper because I am feeling kind of spicy today. And boom, there we go. It'll add just like a light kick. Um, if you don't like red chili pepper, what I do is I add just crushed black pepper. Um, that's actually my usual thing. I don't know what I'm mixing up today, but who cares? All right. So I've mixed up this sauce. It smells and looks yummy. I do not cook it beforehand because the oven does the magic for me. And speaking of the oven, go ahead and preheat your oven to 375. Start. Okay, my oven says eight minutes and I know I can, I can assemble this pizza in eight minutes. No problemo. Alrighty. So what I'm doing is I'm just scooping the sauce on top of the pizza base, the pizza crust. Oh, it looks like I got a text message. I'll check that out later. Usually you have some music going in the kitchen. But since I'm talking to you today, out in the interwebs, I shall refrain. Alrighty. Look at this amazing sauce. Oh, I love it. Homemade pizza is Andy's favorite thing on the planet, <laughs> um, I think, because he also equally likes samosas and tea and mac and cheese and all those good um, comfort foods. Um, his mom used to make him um, homemade pizzas, and I think it just carries over. Our, my mother-in-law and my pizzas are very different. But they're both very good. Um, I tend to just uh, do different toppings every time. And her pizzas have pepperoni, mushrooms, and olives. And they're very good. All right. Now, I'm working with a thin, thin, thin crust. I was raised in New York. I'm definitely New York pizza all the way. Love Chicago. Chicago, I love you. People from Chicago, I love you but I just can't do the pizza. Oh my God, Vicky's gonna kill me, my friend. She is from Chicago and she loves the pizza over there. I just love my thin crust pizzas. They're so good. All right, so I'm gonna throw my bowl in the sink. All right, the next part, the best part 
is getting your fresh mozzarella out of all of that liquidy goodness. Um, fresh mozzarella is usually soaking in some, um, you know, moisture to keep it nice and moisturized. So some people like to slice their mozzarella in perfect little circles, but what I like to do is kind of do a more rustic take on it. I just like to tear the ball into pieces and kind of spread around the pizza because once it melts, it melts. Um, and again, we're working with um, me starving, so I'm not going to take the time to cut it in perfect circles right now. I'm just tearing it on top of here. Oh, I got to steal some too. Mmm. Oh, that's yummy. Man, fresh mozzarella is just so much more than your regular packaged stuff. It's just so much better. So again, this mozzarella too, um, there's several farmer's markets we have in Atlanta. And I love um, the local markets that set up with the tents and stuff. And in Atlanta, shout out to Fromaggio. They've got some amazing cheese. Um, and I love getting their uh, fresh mozz whenever I can make it out to the market. But my regular just grocery store farmer's market is the DeKalb one. And they've got some good choices as well. Um, See, now this is looking real good. Mm -mm. Trying to see, is that enough cheese? Is that enough cheese? I'll do, I'll do a little bit more, because why not, right? Why not? All right, so what, I, what I've got with this cheese is the mini, mini balls of mozzarella. It's not like a one giant one. Even though those are fine, the mini ones you get to store a little bit better because you're not digging into one giant ball of, of mozzarella. They're little mini ones. So I'm using about three of those. All right, that's looking really good. All right, there's my cheese. I'm going to rinse off my hands because I've just been bear clawing it and just tearing it up. And I don't, I don't know if you do this, but I can't help it. While I'm cooking, I'm also cleaning at the same time. Like if there's any utensils in the sink, I have to just put them away. So there goes my sauce bowl in the, in the dishwasher. All right, so what's amazing about these homemade pizzas is that you can really work with all sorts of different ingredients. Um, if you have leftover barbecue chicken, or if you have leftover vegetables, or um, anything of the sort, you can kind of tear it up and put it on your pizza. You can make do your own thing. It's like the best thing. Um, so what I'm doing today, I don't have a lot of leftovers, so I'm using some sweet peppers. We, we bought this beautiful bag of sweet peppers, so I'm just going to chop them up and spread them on the pizza. I just rinsed a few. Oh, and they're beautiful, too, because they're colorful. They're the, the three different colors, um, sweet peppers, so they look fantastic. And sorry if this is loud for you. This is just me slicing up some sweet peppers. Um, now, here's a, here's a fun story about peppers. We, we have some little plants out on our patio. And we have a sweet pepper plant that we also bought in the mountains. We went to a plant nursery and we, and we got this beautiful pepper plant. Um, and since it was an outdoor plant, it took us quite a while to figure out, oh, we shouldn't put it indoors, we should put it outdoors. 
So the plant's name is Dr. Peppers, and Dr. Peppers is doing really, really well. He just now grew this beautiful orange um, sweet pepper. It's, it's pretty much ready to be plucked, uh, and it's taken, <laughs> it's taken us a really long time to grow it. Um, it's taken about a year to, to grow, but it's, it's this massive and beautiful pepper. And it's sprouting another um, brand new sweet pepper on the plant as well. So we're super excited. Usually when we pluck a done pepper off that, off Dr. Peppers, we like make a grand deal about it. We have this little ceremony and everything. Yeah, last time we, um, last time we, plucked the pepper, we used it on a pizza, and my brother was in town. Enjoyed it very much. And now the other plant that we have is Basil Boy. That's his name, Basil Boy. Um, he's been growing lots of good leaves, lots of good basil. So what I do at the last moment, I just pluck a couple of leaves and um, slice them up and sprinkle them on top of the pizza, and it's just delicious. All right, there are all my sweet peppers. Now, sweet peppers, what I love about them, they don't pack a lot of heat. I mean, it's like the mildest, like, you know, cutest amount of heat. Um, but they smell so good and aromatic. All right, now what I'm doing, I'm just spreading out the sweet peppers on the pizza. It smells delicious. It's not even cooked yet. There we go. Oh, and that means our oven is preheated. Hooray, because I'm almost done here. Um, what I also put on my pizzas usually is spinach. The spinach leaves really a crispy in the oven, um, and it gives it that nice um, green, like, uh, it gives a nice texture, and it's also healthy. It's, it's really good. But today we're just going to have fresh mats and sweet pepper pizza because that sounds delicious. All right, my pizza is good. Now what I'm going to do here is, oh man, I left the pan in there. Don't you just hate that when you preheat the oven and you forget that, that there's a pan in there already? We have this rule at the house. Like we usually take out everything from the oven once we're done baking. There we go. Um, and I guess I gotta talk to Andy about this now. There was a pan in the oven already. All right. So what I do is I like to put the pizza directly on the, the rack, the grill. Um, and then I just put a pan underneath it in case anything drips. Andy is a stickler about that. He thinks anything and everything that drips off to the bottom of the oven will catch on fire. <laughs> All right, voila, and I'm gonna set a timer. Cook time. Are you counting, are you counting? 20 minutes, start. Boom, 20 minutes. All right, now what I'm doing, I'm just cleaning up and stuff like that. So let me tell you a little bit about myself while we're waiting for this pizza, and feel free to tune out for the next 20 minutes if you'd like. <laughs> um, I am Hannah Bakshi, and I am what I like to call a culinary enthusiast. Um, what I tell everybody is I love to eat more than I love to cook. <laughs> uh, and I'm from New Delhi, India. 
my mom has been the biggest cooking inspiration for me because my mom is such a wonderful cook. She cooks every single day, just about. Um, and she makes the most amazing Indian food uh, that I've ever had. I mean, you're supposed to say that, right? Like, <laughs> your mom's food is the best food. Um, and uh, just growing up with her, uh, interacting with her in the kitchen, uh, we just loved having a good time over food. I mean, that's kind of what my family does. We bond over food. We bond over tea time. We have very specific tea time. We'll have tea in the morning, but the morning is usually when everyone's running in and out and you know everybody has different uh, end times at work. So we've tried to catch tea together in the morning. If not, evening tea is definitely very special because you try to have that with the family. Um, and you usually have tea with a little tea snack. Um, and that can be, like this pizza I'm making, or that can be uh, samosas, or just a little like, you know, a little snacky snack. Um, but now I have moved away and I live in Atlanta and my, my parents and my brother live in Florida. Uh, but now that I am away is when I miss her cooking the most. And that's got me in the groove of cooking and having homemade foods and understanding spices and ingredients because honestly, it's, it's a beautiful reminder of home. Don't worry about me, I'm just cleaning up around the kitchen here. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so like I was saying, having moved away, I've been learning to cook a lot more. Um, my husband, he's uh, an American, he's white, <laughs> uh, and I'm an Indian, so both of us together, we found this really good and healthy balance of both cuisines from India and America. Uh, I've made chicken tikka uh, pizza before, um, where I just take leftovers of chicken tikka that I've made, and then I shred it up, and I put it on the pizza, and then I, I drizzle green chutney on top. And chutney is made out of cilantro and mint and green uh, hot peppers. Uh, and, and lime, and that is so good. And perfect example of fusion foods, type of fusion foods we like to have. Um, so we are in Atlanta, we are married, and I, I recently got to do the coolest thing ever. I have always wanted to do this since I was a little girl. I got to be a food judge um, at the Drekel Island Shrimp and Grits Festival. And it was a blast. I got to eat all this amazing food with other judges. Uh, there was two other judges, and they were fantastic. Um, it just had some of the most amazing, amazing food. For example, one of the dishes had grits tater tots. Yes, so it's a tater tot, and you bite into it, but it's grits. And it was so good and crispy and innovative. It was served with this pepper relish. And then another scoop of grits was served with some truffle shavings. Uh, and that, that was one of my most memorable dishes I think I had there. So that was really, really good. Man, 15 minutes left on the oven. So uh, this podcast, uh, so what we've done is we've mic'd up the kitchen. And I just snap on a mic. Uh, we're going through the process of me cooking. Um, and I just explain what I'm doing. I like to talk as it is. So as I'm cooking, I'll just explain what I'm doing. And that's that. Voila. 
Oh, so I love having tea with the evening foods that I have. It's, it's uh, almost 4 right now where I am. But I've been up since 5 a.m. <laughs> no, I've been up since 4 a.m. I've been at work since 5 a.m. So for me, this is an incredibly long day. This is dinner. This is dinner for me because I'm going to be going to bed um, pretty soon because I got an early shift tomorrow. Just the perks of being a news lady. <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh yeah, so I like to have tea with my, my evening foods. So what I do with tea, now Andy was such a sweetheart, before leaving for work, he left me a cup pre-made. And that is so nice because now I don't have to make it. But I will explain to you the process that I use to make my tea. Oh, also side note, Andy put a little note on my water bottle that said, I love you, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, he said, I love you, beautiful. And it was on my water bottle at work today, and it was the sweetest thing. I loved it. Um, Andy's great. Uh, so here's what I do for my tea. Now, I'm from India, so I like my chai. The chai's got to be dark and robust and delicious. So I just uh, heat up. Uh, I boil my water. I just have an electric water kettle, the tea kettle. And we warm up the water, uh, get it to boiling. And then in a cup, I use pure cane sugar that we also get at the farmer's market. And we use about one big spoon of, of sugar. And then we have some cardamom pods, lychee. everybody knows that. We just take one cardamom pod each for a cup, crush it up, throw it in the cup. Um, and then I use, let me go in the pantry here, I'll really get the name right. Uh, I use Tea India, tea. So that you can find at any Indian store that you might have in your neighborhood, Tea India. And here's a fun fact. This box says Tea India Orange Pico Tea. Now for someone who's, you know, not really looked into tea at all, for just a normal person, Orange Pico will mean orange flavored tea, like with orange peel or something. Well, guess what? That is not the case. Orange Pico is a grade of tea. Um, it is the highest grade of tea. Uh, so it, it, it means that this tea that you're picking up has a really good grade. Um, and, it, and it's fine and it's good. Uh, so Tea India Orange Pico, that's the grade I get. Um, it is a black tea. It is very robust and very delicious. And they're tea bags. I don't do the loose leaf right now. I just Gosh, it's all about time for me. I love doing loose leaf when, when I'm off from work and stuff. I have green tea. I have Earl Grey tea. They're loose leaves. They're wonderful. They're great. Um, but this, the tea and stuff, I use are tea packets. Um, so I just, I just grab one, throw one each in, in the cup, and then you pour your hot boiling water over it. So remember in the cup there was one big spoon of pure cane sugar, one ground up elaichi, which is cardamom pod, um, and one tea bag of Tea India Orange Pico Tea. So anyway, you, you pour boiling water over, the, over all of these ingredients. You let it simmer, as my brother is a stickler for. He literally puts a timer on the teacups for two minutes. Two minutes. Let it simmer for two minutes. And once that is up, I add a little bit of milk to mine. Uh, that's how it's traditionally done. I mean, chai, you got to put some milk in. Like, it's just weird when you don't. <laughs> so I put a little bit of milk in there and you mix it up. 
and that will give it its beautiful orange color, the beautiful like tea chai color, the brown. Um, I remember my friend Vicky, she asked, she's like, oh, I, I tried making the tea, but how do you get it to get to that nice orange color? I was like, oh, girl, you just add milk. <laughs> you just need some creamer. You add milk to it. Um, so that's all you have to do. You add a little bit of milk, stir it up, and drink up. It'll be nice and hot and delicious. Um, here's another little fact. Uh, if you have a cold, if you're suffering from a cold, this is one of my great Nani, Nani's recipes, uh, or remedies, I should say. Um, my grandmother. Um have ginger and honey tea. I mean, that's kind of a universal fact, but as far as I know. Instead of the sugar, I substitute it with uh, honey, or I'll just do half sugar, half honey. So half a spoon of sugar, half a spoon of honey, and then some freshly uh, grated ginger. So I know you have all these like different ingredients floating around in your tea. You don't have to. I have this little sieve um, that you, know, you, can, you can put all of your little ingredients in and dip it in the tea. Oh, what Andy and I use for quick and fast ginger flavorings and nutrition is we use ginger powder. We just put a little bit of ginger powder in our tea. <clears throat> and I think my mom would really disagree with you doing this. But it works for us. It gives it that nice spicy gingery flavor. It's, it's very yummy. All right. Let's take a look at the oven here. All right. Six minutes. Hey, look at that. I'm having a good time talking to you. This is really nice. Um, six minutes, that's all, we, that's all we need. So here's something from, I'm from India and I live in the States. So people who are from India and are living in another country, in India they are called NRIs, which stands for non-resident Indian. But in India, it's kind of considered like a cool thing. So it's like, oh, you're an NRI, haha. <laughs> like, it's kind of like cool. So uh, I'm an NRI, and so is my family. So it's non-resident Indian, but I'm still Indian. Um, but it's non-resident Indian. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting together all the different American flavors that I've learned living here and blending them and uh, getting inspired from them and then also doing my Indian cooking. So it's like fast and easy Indian cooking along with some American foods that I love to make here. And then of course, blending them together. Fusion, fusion is the best thing ever. <laughs> like for example, I know I cannot stop talking about pizza right now. Well, you would understand if you were in my kitchen because it smells great. All the Italian seasoning, all the, the tomato sauce, it's really getting cooked and I can smell it. And the sweet peppers, they smell amazing. Um, so anyway, a really good fusion food that I made the other day was non-pizzas. And we just take pre-made naans and use them as the base. And one naan is the perfect little serving for a single person over tea. Uh, you take the naan pizzas, you say, use the same sauce recipe that I told you. And you spread it over, you put your toppings, your fresh mats, you know, you make it like a regular pizza. But then it's over naan, so that naan has a nice earthy, fluffy uh, base. And it's, it's so good. So there you go, fusion. Fusion pizza, four minutes of pizza time. All right, um, I'm going to go ahead and grab my plate. Andy and I split this half and half. 
It's very easy to eat. It's not very overfilling. And that's what I love about thin crust is that it can never get too heavy, right? It, it can never get too doughy. And I love that. Oh, and I got to warm up my, my tea that Andy made me so lovingly and kindly. I'm just microwaving my tea. <laughs> See, I'm a practical person. I'll use the microwave. It's not a sin. <laughs> oh, so what I like to have on the side with my pizza is some Indian hot sauce, and it's the Maggie sauce. So at home, we just call it Indian sauce, and it's this tomato-based hot sauce, and it's delicious, and I have to have it on everything. Andy thinks I drink it, but I don't. <laughs> I just have to have it on, on and on the side of everything. It's so yummy. I mean, all the daisies that, that are possibly listening know the connection of an Indian person and their Maggie sauce. <laughs> all right, I have my pizza cutter out. I am so, if you could see me now, I am so ready to pounce at this pizza. Oh my gosh, you know what? I forgot to get basil. All right, I got one big old leaf. Just rinsing it off. Fresh basil is always so delicious. And I will take a picture of this for you. And you can follow me on Instagram at Hannah Bakshi. That's H-E-N-N-A-B-A-K-S-H-I, where I put up all of my food pictures. Because you gotta, you gotta gram your food pictures, right? <laughs> Especially when it's gonna look this good. Oh man, I am so hungry. Let's do this. See, this is what I love about real-time cooking. Everyone's about fast food, fast this, five-minute recipes, blah, blah, blah. But when you really get down to it, food takes time and love and care. And that is how cooking should be. You should be able to see the time that you put into it. And that is why we're going to roll the whole time I'm cooking, baby. <laughs> One. Yes! And off. All right, let's take a look. Oh my gosh, it looks beautiful, mamma mia. Oh, that looks great. Now the hardest part is always getting it out. All right, let's see, let's see if it'll just roll on over. Oh, you look beautiful, Mr. Pizza. All right. There it is. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. I am going to slice this up. It looks great. I will take a picture of it for you. Go head over to my Instagram to check it out because I know you're dying to see it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being a part of my first podcast. And of course, I had to do it about food. <laughs> this is so much fun. All right. See you guys next time.